This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason and may not be suitable for all audiences. In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award-winning speaker, he is Chris. Are governments allowed to kidnap? That's the question of the day. People hunting, I like to call it. Believe it or not, it is allowed. The Supreme Court has ruled that it can, that the United States government can go into foreign countries, hunt people down, even where there's extradition uh, treaties in place. Why would I bring this up? Why would you care? Well, it's been a long-running tradition on the podcast here that we actually care about human rights and... um, Uh, proper rights, fair rights, righteous rights, whatever you want to call it, God-given rights, inalienable rights, the Constitution. And I've tried to talk about things where I see where the government just blatantly violates that, which has been going on for years. I argued the uh, stop and frisk, constitutional violation, overturned by the Supreme Court, current New York gun laws, hopefully get overturned by some point, way violation of the Constitution. No question about it. Just nobody's taken up the fight yet. Fascinating that we all read the same Constitution. We see two completely different things. My point is that I've talked about these issues in the past relative to free speech, gun rights, property ownership, confiscation under the uh, draconian uh, war on drugs, just confiscating people's assets. I think to some degree still going on today. Uh, they, what do they say? I don't. Uh, if don't don't carry too much cash. You try to get on a plane with like ten grand in your pocket and watch what happens. I believe you're going to have a big problem with that. Why is that? They said, well, if you're carrying that much cash, it's presumed. Whoa, presumed what? What happened to the presumption of innocence? Yeah, some of these definitions have changed too. Maybe we'll get a chance to talk about that today. Yeah, vaccine doesn't mean what it used to. I'll get to that. One thing at a time today. I know I'm a little ramped up. I'm feeling a little better. Still not 100%. But, you know, I've been taking care of myself. I've been in the groove. We'll talk about that. It's good stuff. Even even while I'm, you know, getting kicked around by virus. Just because the show, by the way, that taking better care of yourself definitely going to impact your ability to deal with this stuff. Let's stay on point. Are governments allowed to kidnap? It's really very fascinating when you think about it. And the Supreme Court, has been argued all the way to the Supreme Court, and it's been ruled that it can. According to the United States Supreme Court, government can kidnap foreign nationals for trial in the United States. The Supreme Court case, United States versus Alvarez Machine, I'm going to say. Machine. Machine. It's a Spanish name. I don't, maybe somebody can help me. Allowed the kidnapping of a Mexican city to stand, uh, city, a Mexican citizen Uh, to stand trial in federal court. I'm going to tell you the story. It's very fascinating. We're going to discuss this case, the issue, and how it's impacting people today. And you say, well, what I have to worry about anything wrong. I don't have anything to worry about. I guess you don't. I don't. It's really a fascinating story. I have the link here. You can check it out for yourself. It's in the show notes at ChristopherScottShow.com. And by the way, before I move on with this thought about this uh, Uh, people hunting by the United States government. There's no other way to put it. Uh, I I mentioned the show notes and the links to that. I want to be fair. I stole that idea from the No Agenda podcast, which is the only other podcast I listen to. 
I'm starting to get back into some uh, 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 listening to books, audio books. I found, I used to love audio books. Uh, they used to be called programs back in the day, and I figured out the problem. I don't like when somebody else is narrating the work. It just doesn't work. It doesn't work the same way, I don't think. You would really have to immerse yourself in it to be able to narrate somebody else's work, but I don't, I don't agree with it. I want to hear the person who did it. I found that I enjoy this. Anyway, getting back into that, but the only podcast I listen to is the No Agenda podcast. Arguably, arguably almost as good as this podcast. They have this network of producers that they use that bring in information. It's uh, highly entertaining, uh, very enjoyable to listen to. I don't know that I'd call them like the best broadcasters. It doesn't really matter. Nobody's really listening to this stuff going, gee, I don't know about that broadcasting style. That's not going to fit with the Radio Hall of Fame. Nobody listens like that. The guys are cool. Uh, Adam uh, Dvorak and uh, John Dvorak and Adam, uh, I'm drawing a blank. He was like on MTV and stuff like that. Uh, they do the whole thing. Remote. It's great. The No Agenda podcast. They publish the show notes. And by the way, theirs is a listener-supported model. So people just send them money. Fascinating. Nobody sends me money. I don't ask for any. I don't know that they really ask for it either. I guess they kind of promote it in their own way, but whatever they're doing there, uh, they're not doing it. It's not a, certainly not a hard sell. Anyway, great podcast, no agenda. They published the show notes. I stole the idea from them. Thank you, no agenda. I hope that at least by mentioning that, I've given enough back to uh, be able to continue on with the idea. Great job, no agenda. By the way, I get. Uh, I don't want to. I don't really uh, like. I don't steal stuff from their podcast. I really don't. Um, I may take things that I learn from them and you know add it as I discuss my own topics, but I just don't set this podcast up the same way that they do. So it's different, right? But anyway, theirs is cool. I like it. It's good listening. You might want to check it out. So basically, uh, down in in Mexico, this. Uh, I don't know, drug dealer, somebody involved in the whole drug industry, which is a nasty industry, almost as nasty as American politics, right? Uh, they're down there, this drug cartel, I don't know, I don't really know the exact details, but the bottom line is they had this guy, they wanted information, and they're torturing him to get it, and have no problem torturing him to death to get it. Uh, I tell you, it's interesting to me to see how vicious people can be and how you need to be able to, to fight uh, and defend yourself, really. But anyway, that's another subject, how people respond in the face of this kind of thing. Not a fun spot to be in. So this guy gets picked up. They're beating him, torturing him. We don't even know the details of that. It must have been pretty bad because the doctor is alleged. I don't know that it really matters. I have to say that in this case. But that he gave the guy drugs to keep him alive so the beatings could continue. And for whatever reason... I think it was the DEA or whatever department under the American government. It's really not material to the story, at least not where I'm going. Well, you can check it out for yourself. All the information's here, which is why I mentioned the show notes. You can dig into all those little factual details all you want if it's of interest to you. Bottom line is, he wasn't torturing anybody. He gave the guy medication, which we're being told is oh, just to keep him alive. How do you know that? How do you know that was intent? How do you know that's what he was being told? We don't know. Maybe he's a ruthless, vicious bastard. Maybe they're right. Many times they are. You know, we, we, we should be skeptical of law enforcement. That doesn't mean we disregard everything that they say. We're just a blind, no, he's a nice doctor. They were going after him for no reason. I find that a little bit hard to believe, but it is possible. It's very possible. 
Who knows? We don't know. We don't know those details. We're told what we're told, but it's immaterial to the story. If you believe in the presumption of innocence, that is. If you respect borders, no wonder they want open borders. They're going to pluck people out that they don't like. So the doctor's there. He gives this guy medicine. They keep beating him. I believe the guy died. Still doesn't matter. But basically, the American government went down there to Mexico, took this guy, and brought him back for trial. The guy gets a lawyer, doctor, physician. Uh, I don't think he was Mexican. I forget. I forget what nationality he was. Yeah, Mexican citizen. So just imagine this for a second. The Mexican government, the Mexican government, the American government goes down to Mexico, detains and deports a Mexican citizen. I'm not aware that any of this was done with any cooperation or uh, whatever from the Mexican authorities there, too. You have to think that somebody gave it a wave. I don't know. Where's the rights? Maybe Mexico wanted them out also. Maybe this guy's just so ruthless that they were going to do whatever it took to take him down. Really fascinating when you think about it, though. And then I have to question, were there private contractors being used? And, and really where I'm going with this, and the, and the reason that you need these legal boundaries, you know, look, if you're a law and order guy, you're like, get them. Hey, we need the tools to do the job, right? That's the argument that's always made. We, hey, we know this guy's down in Mexico. We know what he did. We know what he's participating in. You know, we don't know what to believe now, but just take the law enforcement side a second. They say, look, you know, this is well known that Mexico's reaching out to us, asking us to help with this guy. This could have been happening. Likely was, by the way. So they get down there and they grab this guy. Well, then the ends justify the means. You've heard me talk about these things. And here's the reason that I bring it up. Forget about that case. Who cares? Mexican doctor, drug dude, screw him, right? Who cares, really? Nobody. Nobody cares. Not even the Supreme Court cared. That's a fact. But what about you? And then you hear about these Chinese police stations in, in different countries around the world? Well, well they're just keeping an eye, eye on Chinese nationals. Oh. Oh. Really? Where does all this end? It's getting to be a nasty, nasty world, isn't it? This is the Christopher Scott Show. You know that. I'm Chris. I love to hear from the listeners. I'm a little behind right now from being sick, but... Shoot me an email at info at ChristopherScottShow.com. Info at ChristopherScottShow.com. I used to tell people to go to the website and use the message board there because the clicks on the website helped ranking and search and help people find the podcast. I'm seeing absolutely no evidence of any of that going on anymore. I could go on and on about this craziness going on with social media, but we'll have to get to that another day. Uh, Thanks for listening. It's a new year. You know I've been a little riled up. I'm excited about this year. Let me say this about the social media and this upending of the media. I do believe we're going to come back to a time where you're going to go back to a limited number of channels. I think this idea of citizen journalists and everybody spewing and the the mob entire, they had to cork it. They had, it was, might have been an experiment from the get-go. The days are long gone. They really are. I, I could go on and on about it. But I've stayed steadfast. This is my point about this. I've stayed steadfast with this podcast. And they beat me up. But we've survived. We keep surviving. The numbers are actually ticked up a little bit coming back off the news. I was like, I, I, and I've been playing around with some things. And I, I just have a good feeling. Let me just leave it at that. I really do. I think the voice of, of right. I'm not saying I'm not right on anything. I got a great email from Clay. Thank you. 
I've said this. I'm not trying to tell people what to think. You know, decide to think for yourself. I'm not sitting here trying to say I have all the answers. I don't. I really don't. I try to talk about the things that I have at least a little bit of background knowledge in, and I try to be upfront about that, what I do and don't know. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a just anything, really. In all, you know, normal, uh, by normal standards, I'm just a regular guy who took up this hobby of podcasting, which I love because I love the spoken word. And all I've said to you is that this year, all I want to deliver to you is real and authentic. I'm not saying I'm right all the time. I, this bizarre world we're living in, you don't know what, what the truth is. Uh, what did what did Chris text me? This was fascinating. If you found out the world was flat, would it change your belief in God? I think was the. I don't have my phone in front of me. What do you What do you know what to believe? I've been joking around about this flat Earth thing. Could you imagine if you were like uh, 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 you know pulled out somehow I'm like yeah, we're gonna let you in a little secret. Aliens are real, and uh, the Earth really is flat. <laughs> I want to say um, that would be an interesting day. <laughs> be a fascinating day. What do you believe anymore? It's like you have to start to question everything. Really phenomenal. You could go on and on about this stuff. Uh, but I said to you, coming back off the news, I was like, what do, what do I have to offer the audience? That's what I was thinking of. I'm like, I, what I put, I, I'm on Twitter, by the way. I don't have any followers. I'm not gonna, I might like, got, get off it. It's stupid. It really is. I've been just, you know, kind of just playing around on there and, uh, you know, just seeing what's going on. The weird, I've been off for a long time. It's just boring to me. The whole thing's changed, not what it was. Anyway, where was I going with all that? Uh, I was thinking about it. So I went on Twitter. I put on there, uh, big and uncool. <laughs> like, I, I, like I, I'm not going to try and be something that I'm not, to this, to that. I just, I'm done with all that, tell you the truth. I'm just me, you know, and... All I have to offer is authentic, and it's really amazing. I think it's what people want most. I really do. That's what brought on the whole reality TV thing. That's what we really wanted to see real. So they didn't expect it to be messy because it is. What are you going to do? Happy New Year. Welcome to the podcast. One quarter of the world's prisoners locked up in America. That's really unbelievable. When you look at some of the trend setting that America's done, it's really phenomenal. Maybe that's why our streets are safer than many other places. Lock so many people up. Maybe because we use it to solve our mental health problems as well. But this is really an incredible, incredible number when you think about it. Why, you have to ask. With all these countries that uh, you know are accused of all these draconian human rights violations, China, Russia, other places, some of these prisons and places like the Philippines and Mexico, Central America, you'd never want to find yourself. Yeah, they don't have very many people locked up either. Maybe that's why the prisons aren't so nice. Lots you could conclude from that, right? One quarter of the world's prisoners locked up in America. Really amazing. In 2013, the Netherlands closed eight prisons uh, due to a lack of prisoners. You never hear that here. How much propaganda goes on from the, the prison industry? Interesting. Listen to this. I thought it was fascinating. You're talking about this guy being tortured to death in Mexico by the drug cartels. As a person dies, their hearing is the last sense to go. I thought that was fascinating. Fascinating. Uh, Even after being dead for six hours, a person's body will continue to spasm. I thought that was interesting. Kind of creepy. Buddy of mine just bought a uh, funeral home. They do, what do you call it, cremations as well. Interesting story. Maybe I'll tell you about that sometime. January 
1763, January 9th, 1763, this day, uh, 203, how many years ago was that? A lot. Let me see. 2023 minus... 1763, 260 years ago. Shouldn't have been able to do that in my head if I was really on top of my game. On this day, 260 years ago, the first hot air balloon in America, I don't know if it was the first ever, but the first here at least, flew on this day, 260 years ago, the first hot air balloon flew in the United States, witnessed by George Washington. Isn't that amazing? 260 years ago. Not very long, really. So, legalized kidnapping, is it allowed? I mean, they can legally take your car. All they got to do is find drugs. And some of this has changed. What was it called? Asset forfeiture? Um, There was some other stuff going on, taking people's money, taking people's property. And there were horrendous stories, by the way. You know, you think, well, maybe he deserved it. Maybe he deserved it. Whatever happened to the presumption of innocence? Isn't that not a critical fundamental we may soon find out how critical of a thought it was 260 years ago uh, and why it was so important to those. Because they were tired of people, just, the government just coming into their homes, dragging them out. It's, it's like the Facebook way of doing things. Uh, Deplatform. Why? Violation of the rules. What rule? Cricket, cricket, cricket. What kind of justice system is that? It's just going to, in a country that already has incarcerated one quarter of all the world's prison population. Pretty doggone fascinating. Combine that with some of the other incredible things going on in this country, like the military spending, 10 times more than the next highest country. It's like 10 times more than the the next 10 countries combined. It's unbelievable, really. Asset forfeiture at least got some attention, and I believe that's why it was largely turned around. But you would have parents. You know, the the adult uh, kid gets picked up for, for drugs or something, and pulls into the garage, you got drugs in the car, and the cops come, take the car, the, the 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 drugs, and the house. I'm not kidding you. And they say, wow, it was being used to, to, to sell drugs through here. And listen, it is a very effective legal strategy because uh, you take away the place, you take away the crime very, very easily. I would say there's a different way to approach that other than asset forfeiture, which I always felt was unconstitutional. And I don't know that that was ever ruled that way. Uh, I guess they wanted to preserve the tool in some ways, but they pretty much stopped doing it. I think these things about how much cash you're carrying is still out there. And you got this, you try to go withdraw. There's, you go to withdraw $10,000 and they're going to report that. You know, and what does that mean? I mean, I just got some money out. Anyway, I got to deal with getting a phone call from who? And then you don't know who it is. I, I don't know. I, I thought we lived in a, we were supposed to be in a free country. We are free to go about our business. So the government says that, uh, the government, the U.S. Supreme Court says the government can kidnap foreigners for trial in the United States. What's the definition of trial? What's the legal definition of that? What's the boundaries of that? It's under investigation, maybe an investigation. Look at all these uh, Afghans that uh, held, or uh, ISIS held in Guantanamo Bay. No charges, you know. And there's people, there's two sides to that, by the way. I'm not saying, you know, just go cut them loose now. Enemy combatants, same thing. We just went and plucked them out of another country. 
I guess in that case, maybe there was some kind of declaration of war or proper action to allow it. But either way, it's the same thing going on. Hunting for Russians. You don't think this stuff is going on? Now, this is a little different than what we're talking about. It's a Ukrainian law firm trying to hunt down uh, Russian nationalists in other countries. A little freaky, right? Imagine that. That you're a, a United States citizen abroad. And this law firm is trying to... By the way, did you see that this special prosecutor going after Trump, I guess he got sick with something and he was recovering in Europe? What the hell's going on? The country just... uh, There's there's a lot more going on than I think we even have a clue about, quite frankly. Another horrific provision of the omnibus bill, and this is partly why I brought this up. This is actually why I brought it up. Um goes back through the history. This is actually put out by uh, Andrew Napolitano. I guess he's not allowed on, like, Fox News and stuff anymore, so he puts out this blog stuff. But he's talking about uh, President uh, John Quincy Adams. Uh, No, he was Secretary of State uh, at this time. And he went to uh, Congress with a request. And the request was... I don't remember. Uh, what did he do? I'm drawing a blank. He, uh, oh, I had it right here in front of me. I think he said that he wanted to, uh, the United States just fought the war with Great Britain in the War of 1812. It fought almost entirely in Canada. Some historians believe the British began this war to win back their former colonies. Adams worried that the cancer of war was spreading again throughout the Washington establishment, and he wanted to squelch it. He did so successfully for only for about 20 years. With his argument that foreign wars don't spread liberty, they spread violence, indeed. But it doesn't say what the request was. I thought I had it here. Doggone it. Anyway, uh, fast forward to 1992, the United States waging another fruitless war using the CIA and DEA, and it was the Bush administration that went after this doctor that I mentioned, all right? So this history of this basically has started since the beginning of the country. Sorry for my lackluster presentation on all that. Uh, but now that this these twisted um, belief in these principles of due process and, and things like that, uh, within this latest spending bill, uh, is a provision that was not only the subject, was not the subject of debate in either house, it extends the authority of federal courts to cover crimes committed in foreign countries against foreign persons or property. By removing the American harm nexus, Congress has permitted the feds to charge whomever they please for foreign crimes committed elsewhere against foreign victims, and it has directed federal courts to hear these cases. Wow. Wow. And why, you'd have to ask. So unlike the the asset uh, theft that was going on, that... Now that they cut back on here, they're pushing forward with this. Here's some excerpts. By the way, this is what I wanted to tell you. I had to really dig. I have the links here. This is the New York Times. You need to have a subscription to view that, but it's there. 
and the Orlando Sentinel. There was like nobody that published the updates on this case being like completely kept a lid on. Why is that? Because politically, nobody really cares. It's like trying to clean up the divorce courts. Even the people that get caught up in the mess, they just want to get out. They'll pay what they get. They'll give away all of their assets to get out of it. Just, just take everything. Get me away from this. Does that tell you about people's will to fight? Not that I'm suggesting we need more divorce fighting, right? Free speech means free for politicians to lie. How is that? Politicians are able to lie, but so many people at the same time they're 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 squelching free speech. Did you hear about this George Santos? He claimed he was Jewish. He claimed all this crazy stuff. And he got elected, and now they're beating him up. I'm like, well, how's this any different than Biden? This is the new way. Liberals should be furious. They put out that free college thing. You know, what do they have their fingers crossed behind their back? You know, we knew that it was crazy. Not even the liberals believe the lies they knew. There's just no, it just promise everything and then get elected and they'll never know. Well, we did our best. It just goes to show we have more work to do. That's why we need your support today. Your donation, $10, please. Give me some money and some, some, some popularity. I don't know. I don't know what drives these people. Just go in and lie about everything. Could you imagine any other job? And then we put up with it. We're like, oh, okay, this is the new way. <laughs> Just lie and you know, either go for the, the, the Republican seats. The Democrats will help get you in there. There's so many of them. Yep, I'm Jewish, and uh, I love Black Lives Matter, and uh, we need free money for everybody and um, lower taxes and uh, just promise everything, right? It just doesn't even make sense coming out of your mouth. Well, you know, we need open borders, but we need border security. you got to do it like uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme does it. Peter, I've told you that this, the border is this president's top priority, and we have been working to clean up the previous administration's mess that they left behind. Yeah, but how can you say that when there's millions more people coming across the border than there was? I've already said it. This administration is doing everything. It's, they just sit there and blindly just lie. Go pound sand. No, listen, I'm doing everything I can. Right? I'm filling my pockets as fast as I can. Once they're full, then we'll deal with the border. I think that's what they're trying to say. Here you go. Hillary Clinton is going to be a Columbia University professor. You have to really ask yourself why. I, I know. When I saw it, I was just like, are you kidding me? Why don't they bring down the wicked wicked witch of the West and have her start teaching a, a, a preschool? How much worse could this be that these young people have to be subjected to this onslaught of liberal lies? And, and I don't even know where to begin. Not to mention the fact that she's just a washed-up hag. Who the hell wants to sit there and listen to her of these 1922 freaking political ideas that nobody liked ever? Bill was, you know, Bill was savvy enough to, to lie savvy. And you got to lie savvy. So you got you to learn how to lie savvy. That's all. Yeah, yeah, we're going to lower your taxes. Nope, we don't want, listen, here's, the, here's what would be my ruse, right? We're going to strengthen our military. We need the strongest military in the world. But you're right, we can't ignore people at home. Free college, free health care, free money. Of course, you shouldn't be. Who's going to pay for it? Nobody. 
Nobody's going to pay for it. Come on. Because it's never going to happen. Free college. Free college is so cheap that nobody wanted to pay for it. What a joke. People believe these lies. This guy gets caught and he's just like, yeah, this is the new way. If you don't like it, go look at Joe Biden. He doesn't even defend it. He's like, yeah, well, I'm not doing anything different than Joe Biden. So what do you want me to tell you? Wow. Free speech. Norwegian filmmaker faces prison for stating men cannot be lesbians, for sticking with the idea that there's two genders. Putting people in prison for denying that. For, for, not, for saying that, rather. Jordan Peterson getting sanctioned in Canada. I don't know if you know this is even resonating what I'm saying to you. As bad as things are here, it seems to be a lot worse even in other democracies around the world. Why is that? Maybe because they've looked at the United States and they see failure. We no longer become the beacon, the light that we once were. People aren't buying it anymore. How the hell could you? We can't even put up with it. You think the Canadians are saying, well, gee, I'd like to be more like America. Well, I sure hope not. This is fascinating. Seattle schools are suing social media over the harm that they've done, the psychological harm that they've done to, to youth. It's been proven. They knew it. They were aware of it, just like the cigarette companies. Why wouldn't you go after them? Yeah, just take that money. Whose money are you really taking, though? It's so funny, this great taking. Oh, yeah, go get them. Take those companies. You probably own stock in them. The teachers, the teachers union probably has stock in Facebook. I said it all along. It was just a giant fleecing scam. They don't even need to raise tax. No, nah, we don't raise taxes at all. Just going to scam it out of you on the back end every way we can. Inflation, suing industries that have been, uh, you know, propped up by by bad regulation. It's your money. It's Cluckerberg got out of college. He didn't have fifteen cents. And all these billions of dollars, where do you think that money came from? You, me, people like us. A lecturer showing a painting of the Prophet Muhammad lost her job. Was this in Michigan, I believe? Uh, Hamlin University, which is a private university. Listen to this. She says at the beginning of the course, uh, so I guess in uh, Muslim, it's very... um, Anti, uh, put it this way, Orthodox Muslims apparently uh, don't believe in looking at imagery of Muhammad. You know, you could say the same about Protestants, by the way. Like, you look at Catholics and their idolatry of statues and so forth. And I'm not being judgmental, just calm down, just giving you the religious differences. So that would be like somebody bringing in a statue of Jesus and me as a Protestant making a complaint about it. This is what happened here. But she said at the beginning of the course, she said, listen, I'm going to be presenting these images. If anybody's bothered by it, please let me know. We'll make arrangements for you. She repeated that several times, including before the class even started. If anybody wishes to leave, if anybody wishes not to participate in this, I respect that. You don't have to do it as part of the course. Nobody complains. She does it, a Muslim complains, and she's out. Okay, so... If I went in as a, as a devout Protestant and did something similar, they wouldn't even laugh at me. Unbelievable. I, look, I, I, one more. Listen, this is what I go back to. Forget about the law. Forget about the Constitution. Forget about Democrat and Republican. Let's talk about people being reasonable. 
Okay, I don't expect a Muslim guy or girl to be reasonable. I don't know what's going through their head. Who knows? What they didn't hear the announcement? Hey, I'm going to show this. I'm going to say no, but they wait till after. Well, because they know the climate, they just want to stir up trouble. Absolutely, I believe that was the case. But then you say, well, okay, who cares, right? What are you going to do? There got to be lots of reasons for all that. We don't know. We weren't there. Let's not be prejudicial. Then the school gets it, and they're like, you're out. What do you mean I'm out? You would never see that happen if it, if it was a, as a conservative Protestant. Biden's botching the border. He's going to go down there now. Like the He's on a roll. He's on a roll. <laughs> I really don't know what to say. I really don't. He's going to get down to the border. You got people down there saying, listen to the people on this side. You think he's going down there to help? You think, oh, he's going to take a look. El Paso clears migrant camps ahead of Biden's border visit. Isn't that fascinating? When the king comes through, they just kick all those poor people, all the people that he's going to help, right? He's not going to help anybody but himself. He's going down there to make sure that he can give the drug cartels a nod and a wink to keep making their political contributions to the Democrats. Just like he did when he was down the Virgin Islands. Nobody raised them. Nobody asked why the prosecutor got fired down there because he tried to sue J.P. Morgan Chase for financing Jeffrey Epstein. And all of a sudden this guy ends up fired after uh, sometime around the time Biden's down there. Nobody asks what he's doing down there. Unbelievable. All going on within plain sight. Listen to this. What was I talking about yesterday? The money to fight the drug epidemic in Kensington. Well, there's a new problem down there. It's called called Trank Dope. Trank Dope. Animal sensitive mist, mixed with fentanyl. So what's happening, this apparently came out of Puerto Rico from what they're saying, but I don't know how they know, that they mix this animal tranquilizer in with the fentanyl to make it more potent. Now, I don't know why this is being injected, it sounds like. Injecting fentanyl. I didn't even know you did that. I, I thought fentanyl was pills or something, or powder. Good God. Well, anyway, you inject this stuff, and it, like, causes your flesh to die at the injection site. But the people do it anyway. Like, they're walking around half dead. I, I, it's nuts to me that people would do it. Apparently, now 90% of the fentanyl in Philadelphia is testing with this stuff. And they're like, oh, we got $200 million, but it's going to take decades for us to sort this out. I don't think it's going to take that long. I'm going to say most of these people will be dead by the end of 2023. The problem will take care of itself. I don't know if you remember this crazy story. Back in New Jersey, there was this, this lady, young woman, driving through a bad area when she ran out of gas. And a homeless veteran gave her last $20 to fill her tank and make sure she was safe. It all turned out to be a big scam, hundreds of thousands, $400,000 GoFundMe scam. This was years ago. Did they say what years ago? Anyway, finally sentenced to three years. I'm going to say it was at least three years ago. Crazy. Other people were charged, too. A lot of money scammed. Key Russian ally legalizes digital piracy. I want you to listen carefully to this. This is one domino, and this is another. Uh, the world is, like, splitting apart at the seams. Literally, I mean that. Belarus is saying that they are no longer honoring international copyrights with countries that they deem to be hostile or something to that effect. You can read the exact details in the show notes like I continue to say. I say all this for conversational purposes. The bottom line is 
probably right now as a Russian ally, they're no longer going to honor American copyrights. And what they're saying is some dude in, in Belarus can take my stuff, put his name on it, and put it out on the Internet and sell it. Not that this stuff wasn't happening, but now it's just that yeah, we're not going to respect that anymore. This is going to create big problems, huge problems. This is a crazy story Come to you, coming to you from the Russian Times, not from American News. Chicago teachers sexually assaulted hundreds of students. The whole story is harrowing. It shouldn't come as much as a surprise because it seemed to be seems to be that where there's children, there's predators. Really horrific. I have strong feelings about this. I could go on and on, but I'm not going to do it today. You know, you watched it happen in the Catholic Church, and now it's happening in the public schools, and you see this pendulum swimming back and forth. People were like, why should we pay for private education when they're just raping our kids anyway? Just put them in the public schools. They'll be safer. Put them in the public schools, and look at what's happening there. And now that people are pulling them out. Good God. I don't understand the attraction to children. These people, uh, I believe, should be treated with the most hostile response. Let me, let me leave you with this little story because I think it kind of speaks to the nature of our problems as a society. What does the Bible say? You don't have to believe it, but the Bible says that God will punish father uh, son, the sons of the fathers to the third will punish the sons to the third and fourth generations for the sins of their fathers or something to that effect you say what it defies what we view as as uh as as, as what's right you know, we mean for my great great grandfather that I'm going to suffer from this this was the ways of the world under the old testament that's where the salvation of Christ and everything that with it becomes important. But let me mention this. And I've mentioned it, I think, in other ways relative to different things, whether it's abortion, just people blatantly killing their children and how that's spread, that the increase in, in killing of, of there's not, not a, a fetuses, like they're actual kids. I've been talking about it since the beginning of this podcast now, this phenomena. Just this callous Disregard. Mother Teresa spoke to us. There's so many warnings, warning after warning after warning. We're going down a deep, dark path. It's not. It is biblical, but it's it's not. It's not rooted in God. It's not rooted in the Bible. Whatever you want to believe, what you see going on right now, it's not God's way. God said there was a different path. People have rejected it plainly. The people have rejected the word of God. There, I said it. Nothing remains important to, to us as a society that's in the Bible. They're just going to go grabbing people, killing people, complete disregard in every way. We're reliving everything of the dark times of the, the Old Testament because we've just uh, just turned, turned away. What am I talking about? I'm rambling on here. Well, let me bring it back to home for you. You remember the shooting at the Uvalde school? down there in Texas, close to the border. That's where uh, Matthew McConaughey went to school. And he went to the White House. And he gave a very nice poem, remember? And nothing changed. Listen to this. The shooter's mom, the kid who did the shooting, reportedly jailed for making death threats against a, a lover. Spent two days in jail last year. I don't know if it was before or after the killing. In other words, she's bona fide nuts. 
right? And so's the kid. I've been talking about this. I don't just look around. I mean, the, the mental health crisis going on. Maybe it's always been ADD, uh, whatever these different things. So many kids. Uh, and I'm not being judgmental in all this, but you look at how much of it. Then the drug addictions. Then the mentally ill parents. These stories run running deep. We've talked about a lot of them here. You think that if, if, if psycho mom is threatening to kill her boyfriend that – that, that young Johnny, probably father. I don't know if he was father. I really don't know all the details of it. Nuts. Nuts when you think about it. You don't think that the kids have parents that are behaving this way? I was watching this trial. Father addicted to crystal meth. The son was with him. They charged him, an adult, you know, young adult. Father went on a killing rampage. Horrific what this kid went through. Like going through a war practically. Big problems ahead. What can you do? Take care of yourself. Be mindful of yourself. I realized that you really got to step off the merry-go-round. You got to realize that that your faith and your relationship with God has to come first. And you got to look at your own life, not so much worry about what's going on around you, and just commit yourself to, to doing the right thing, avoiding temptation, doing what's right, doing the best you can. I've said it a million times. God willing, I'll be back tomorrow with something to say. We'll see. I have no idea right now, but we better get on that, I guess. Hope to see you there. In the meantime, make it a great day.